0: And so i didn't actually go through with my attempt plans because i looked at all the plan options and i thought none of them are good enough for me because I, I can't get this wrong i don't, I don't want to be like the loser who couldn't even take his own life literally that's how i felt
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. Excited for a great episode today with my friend, Dan Mangana. I've gotten to know Dan uh, recently over the last several months, actually, and we're going to have an amazing, amazing conversation today. You know what? The show, we're all about helping you in the pursuit of your best body, mind, spirit, and life. And Dan is an expert, a pro that can help you with that, specifically in the area of abundance. And I know he's all about abundance mastery. To give you a bit of background on Dan, he's a podcast host himself, best-selling author, international speaker, successful entrepreneur, and he's been featuring a lot of stuff—Forbes, Entrepreneur, Fox, CNN, CBS. I mean, Dan, you got a good, good gig going. I—I uh, I know we've talked about this before, you and I. And obviously, life is a wonderful now. I also know that's not your whole journey and story. So. So let's start with that because you had a a rise to success. If I remember a rise and a fall and then uh, rebalancing, if you will. So tell us about that.
0: So yeah, I made my first million when I was 19. Uh, I was a millionaire for about four months, maybe five. And then I lost everything. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I didn't have the right licensing for the business structure that I had at the time. So the government just walks in and takes everything. Uh, That's the end of that story. So i thought i was a clever trevor i was young i was 20 years old i mean 20 years old you should be i should have been like trying to have sex with girls and smoke drugs or whatever but i was busy trying to build an empire but i didn't have the experience i didn't have the resilience i didn't have the the know-how to build something that could could hold and so i did go out and make another couple of million within a year and a half again but then people stole everything the second time wow. and i was back to square one Wow. and that did take me to a very very dark place as you know and as people you know you could find out about anything. You look at any of the TV interviews I've done, or even, you know, read my story on my website or book. So I don't really want to get into that stuff you can get elsewhere, but I hit like a really, really deep dark place where I thought I had nothing left. So, so much of my identity was tied up in this person that was successful and did all this stuff that when that was gone, I didn't feel that I had anything left to give or contribute and mm. subsequently really was committed to committing suicide. Thankfully for me, um, I was so down on the dumps that I was convinced that if I tried to commit suicide, I was going to fail. And so I didn't actually go through with my attempt plans because I looked at all the plan options and I thought none of them are good enough for me because I, I can't get this wrong. I don't, I don't want to be like the loser who couldn't even take his own life. Literally that's how I felt. No. and So I went off on this journey to de-loser myself so I could pull off my suicide successfully. The happy byproduct of that is that you can't spend years focused on positive content that you're using to become a better person, even if the intention of that betterment is suicide yeah. and not become a better person. And as a right. result, I was able to break through of those dark shadows and, and build a successful life instead.
1: In such a, a strange way. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody talk about that, but how you're on a path of personal growth to kill yourself to literally, right?
0: Yeah, that's it. That's what it was. Gallows Huber. Gallows Huber. Definitely Gallows Huber. Wow. But I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful. Just super grateful.
1: So you went, made your first million, you lost it, made a couple million that gets stolen from you. You're running into this stuff. And um, what's the path after that? You go through this personal growth transformation and then what?
0: Mm -hmm. So this is the thing, like, I, I was not personal, I see you got Think and Grow Rich on the, on the, on the shelf there. Mm -hmm. I read Think and Grow Rich when I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. So like I was on, I was on that shit from early, you know, Mm -hmm. Psycho-Cybernetics, which looking at your bookshelf, you've probably heard of and read, right? Mm -hmm. I read that when I was 18. Mm -hmm. I was reading books like Charles F. Harnell's The Master Key System and Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff and the science of getting rich. I was doing this as a teenager. Wow. So my early rise was based off of these principles, right. and that's what made everything so tough when I did hit that rock bottom because it had worked to some extent, but it hadn't quite clicked in. Right. And so my journey was finding out, and that's why I believe that we have the success that we do supporting people today because I literally picked apart every single one of these processes, these formulas, these these frameworks, and these these strategies to find out why they had failed me and to make them bulletproof so that I didn't fail in my suicide attempt. Hmm. And so that was my obsession, but you know, I ended up rebuilding my life quite unconsciously and building a successful consulting business. I took from running as something that was my side hustle when I worked my minimum wage job in a call center in London Yeah, that I was doing from one o'clock in the afternoon to eight o'clock in the evening at the call center. I was waking up in the morning, working on the business until I was making just enough in that little business to leave the job and build that up to a business that was making a hundred thousand a month. I walked away from to do what I do today over the course of years and having that journey and then waking up in 2015, having got back from a holiday that I was at with my friend, my friend, my cousin and some friends in Asia, where I'd gone on this trip for two weeks, uh, basically just getting sloshed (laughs) every day on the islands of Thailand and Singapore. And uh, I took one phone call for 10 minutes that entire time on my business was making six figures a month. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I saw that and I saw that, hang on a minute. I was really happy. I'm looking at the videos like I was in good shape because I'd been working out and I had amazing relationships with the closer circle of friends I had who I could trust and who loved me and who I loved and beautiful relationship with my family. And I hadn't been thinking about suicide. And the crazy thing is, is people like, when was the, the light bulb moment when you're like, oh, this changed? Right. I don't know when it was, bro. I right. don't know what it was. All I know is I woke up that day and realized, damn, Life just works now and I don't feel like ending it anymore. Yeah, that's Mm. beautiful.
1: That's really beautiful. I I want to to know for you, because abundance, I think, has many definitions. Everyone's probably got their own for it. You Mm -hmm. teach abundance mastery. And Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of the times, I mean, when I think abundance, still what resonates with me is financial, you know? (laughs) And I know we can have abundance (laughs) of health and relationships. Tell me, how do you define abundance or what is abundance mastery now to you? How do you describe that?
0: Well, like you said, abundance includes all of these other things as well, right? For me, abundance is holistic. If I've just got money, but I don't have relationships, I'm not abundant. I can be rich and not abundant. right? If I've just got great health, but I don't have money, yeah, I've just got great health. Right. If I've got great relationships, but I don't have great health or great money, then yeah. I'm not abundant. It's all of these things. yeah. And it's having all of these things with overflow that allows me to give of myself mm. without thinking about my needs not being met. Mm. So that could mean that I'm giving of my time. I'm giving of my energy. I'm giving of my resources, right? I'm giving of my love without fear for me not being taken care of. So all my needs are met in all of these areas because I'm abundant and there's overflow that allows me to be a contribution to others. That's how I define abundance.
1: That's beautiful. By the way, everybody, just, you know, Dan is an abundant man in many, many ways off recording here. We were talking about a few things and, even though we've kind of just been getting to know each other one of the first things he talks about, Oh, I can help you with this. I can help you with this. So <laughs> yeah. no, he's not just talking about these concepts as a, uh, a philosophical thing, but, but living them for sure. My best. So yeah, my best. It's, my best. it's awesome. So let, let's talk about this. Let's talk about, okay, I'm here. I am. Maybe, maybe I do have my health figured out there, someone mm-hmm. in that place, or maybe their relationships going well or their finances, but they don't have the whole holistic abundance Mm -hmm. Where does somebody start or what would you recommend to Mm -hmm. start to create more abundance in your life?
0: Well, and and this is kind of where we get to the fact that people kind of recognize me as the money person. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've got a book called Money Game. My my signature program helps people to become millionaires and we help people create financial freedom with financial freedom in a box. But it's important for people to understand why. Because a lot of people get their backup, like especially the spiritual people, you know was, oh, you just care about money, right? What about spiritual pursuit and consciousness? And what yeah. about the children in Africa? I'm from yeah. Africa, bro. But it's like, I'll give you a really funny story. It's like somebody, um, somebody actually had outright said this They, they were a guest on my thing, um, one of my programs yeah. and kind of like pooed, pooed on us a little bit for being all about money. And yet this same person then came to me asking for donations for their stuff. It's like, but it's like, it's like, but the same money that you're poo-pooing on is the same thing that gave you what you needed, which is for that to be taken care of.
1: For sure.
0: Because money is just a tool. And yes. the crazy thing is, is that as much as we might not like it, money is the easiest method to exchange for things in the world today. It's yep. the easiest. Yeah. You want great health. If you've got money, you can have great health. Simple. Mm-hmm. If you want great relationships, you're going to struggle to maintain great relationships. If you don't have the resources to take care of your needs, yeah. because the stress and anxiety of that is going to not make you available to be able to be in great relationship. Yep. Right? Yep. So it's not the most important thing, but it's a great glue that brings all the other things together. But the most powerful and potent thing about money that I love mm-hmm. is that you can measure it. Yes. You me can too. measure it. Yep. You can measure it. It's a metric. Yeah. It's a way of keeping score. If I said, okay, we're going to work on the abundance of your joy, that's what we're going to do today, B. We're going to work on your right. abundance of joy. Yeah. How do we know if we're going to actually have that joy increased? Yeah, right. we could do some curling photography and see if your 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 essence is vibrating more shimmeringly. Yeah. 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 But if I say, do you know what, bro? I'm going to give you the formula for you to make 1.6 million over the next 12 months, which is what we do in our program. I'm going to give you the formula. And if you follow these steps, you can do it. If yeah. you follow the steps and you don't get there, then I'm full of it. We right. know, I'm full right. of it. Yeah. If you follow the steps and you get it, guess what you've understood? You've understood how to create anything because there isn't a different playbook for money, for health from relationships. Creating consciously is creating consciously, but we've got these distorted ideas and this lens that we look through that makes all of the playbooks look different. And as we look at these playbooks and consider them or believe them to be different, we start to treat them as different when really it's all the same. And once we have developed that mastery with money, we can take that playbook and apply it to anything.
2: Mm. So that's
0: why I focus on the money because we can measure it. Yeah, It creates freedom for us to have yeah. the space to pursue the other things. And also it's just the tool that makes life a lot more easier. That's it.
1: 100%. I, I love that. I love that you focus with it. I'm a big fan of that stuff. It's been uh, a focus for my life. When I first started in business, my focus was just money. And that's what I wanted. And then as I grew, I realized that yes, it's a wonderful thing. And it led into exactly what you talked about. Okay, well, if I could create money, then could I create these other things? Right? Mm-hmm. And that's um, mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing. So if you're listening, and I know that everybody struggles with different things at different points in your life, but thinking that, okay, well, you know, money's money's good, but what mm-hmm. you're you're running into, and I know this would be probably some of the work that you do, is just that you've you've got old conditioning that is blocking you in being able to accept that new level of abundance. Would you agree on that? That's something. Yeah. Sometimes saying, these things are there. getting in the way. Yeah.
0: There's something there. There's something
1: yeah. there. Yeah. So <clears throat> let's talk about this. So someone, and I know a lot of people listening do want to improve their financial life, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. they tell a story about, you know, it's, it's not everything and all the, all the stuff we tell ourselves <laughs> to minimize it. Of course, it's not everything, but it's pretty important.
0: I've got, I've, I've, I've got to tell you one thing. There's a book uh, I read about 20 years ago, and there's a line in there that stuck with me since then. It that it's easy. It's much easier to be philosophical on a full stomach. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's very true. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, so they want to improve their financial life. So let's talk money for a bit. Then we're on the subject. Let's get into it. How do I, how do I give me some stuff on how can I start to draw more financial abundance into my life? How do I start to break through some of the, maybe the past that I've been living paycheck to paycheck, or it doesn't seem how hard Mm -hmm. I'm working or all the obstacles that, you know, are you and I both know are very common. Talk to us Mm -hmm. about that.
0: Why don't I just take them quickly through my flow funnel, which would give them like a a quick hack that they can look at. So flow funnel is a a, a principle that I first shared publicly in my book, Stepping Beyond Intention. Uh, You can get that on my website. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's on, it's on all the online places, the Barnes and Nobles and your Amazon if you want, but you can get, go to dreamwithdan.com. There's a book page that's got all the books, Stepping Beyond Intention. But the flow funnel is all about understanding that, reality is not one dimensional. And this is, I think, one of the things I get, I see people get caught up on all the time. One of the things that people get caught up on is thinking, if I work harder, I'm going to get to my goal.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: BS. There are people Mm. working very hard, not getting Mm. to their goal. If I read more books or if I go to more seminars, then I'm going to get to my goal. Mm. There are people who have been going to the same seminars for years and they're still not reaching their goal. Mm. Right. They're thinking happy thoughts all the time. But they're not getting to their goal. If I just do another healing, or go to another meditation retreat, or go and do another yoga kriya, I'm going to get to my goal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Really? I know personally people who have spent years in this. I know one lady who's been in my program. She spent 50 years in this work, spiritual work. Mm-hmm. She sat at the feet of Ram Das. Wow. Yeah. Photo evidence. I've seen it. Yeah. And yet she still wasn't living life on her own, on her own terms. Why? Because if the spirituality or the mindfulness or the energy work isn't directed into a mind that's ready to accept the result, Mm. it's not going anywhere. The mind is a gatekeeper to experience. Unless your mind is on board and buys into the goal that you want to create, nothing's going to change. Mm. Nothing. And so, yes, we need to take care of our energy and our spirit and take care of that non-physical, you know, kind of a bit more. Uh, ethereal aspect of ourself, whether that is healing, whether it's dealing with trauma, whether it's toughening it up, whether it's doing different practices to take care of that part of ourselves. But we also have to remember that the mind has to be on board. So we have to address those limiting beliefs. Mm. Anyone who meditates for an hour a day about abundance, but isn't addressing that they've got a limiting belief about their worthiness for abundance isn't going anywhere. Mm. They're still not going to be able to exceed, receive it. the brain, the unconscious mind operates at 10,000 to 10 million times the speed of the conscious mind. So that means for every single thought that you have going into that meditation that I'm abundant, there's been 10,000 thoughts minimum in that same instance that reinforce the idea that you're not worthy and you can't have it. So Hmm. unless that voice is changed, you're not going to get the result. And that's why we need to take care of the mind also. So we've got the spirit and we've got the mind.
1: Can I say one thing? So on that too, so what you're talking about, so the 10,000 to 10 million times faster, Often, just to point out, I want to make sure we're, we're on the same page here. Those thoughts go unrecognized too. It's not like, oh, yeah. it's not like you a stop vocalizing. We, we don't, we don't we, we don't,
0: we don't have the processing power. Right. 10,000 to 10 million. And it's those same thoughts moving at that pace. Remember, a thought is a second thought. So I can just about click my finger on one thought. I can't click my finger 10,000 times no. in that same instance. No. I can't do that. Yeah, And remember as well that that same, you spoke about conditioning also, that same patterning of thought that's sitting in the undercurrent mm. is also what's giving the instructions to energy through the observer effect to collapse and become your reality. Right. But your physical reality is literally being created and reinforced by an unconscious that you don't have direct relationship to because it's at the unconscious that's yeah. giving those instructions time and time again. So yeah. it doesn't matter what you're meditating about if you haven't gotten up and dealt with that program yeah. that's generating those instructions and creating your reality. Doesn't yeah. matter at all. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I think it's a lot. I've been thinking lots about this. I'm running the seminar I was telling you about, and one of the things I'm talking to people about is your your life becomes your dominant vibration. Now that has a lot mm-hmm. more to do with what's going on in the unconscious, of and. Course. So my my understanding of belief, so I look at them as a belief is really simply only something that you continue to think repeatedly until it became a belief. Exactly. So it's there, you prob- may not even be aware of it, but the easy, <laughs> Probably the, not. the easy way to become aware though is what's the results, right? Mm-hmm. W- yeah. Look at my life, 100%. what are the results I'm getting, like it or not, that's, that's, it. that's your dominant belief system, your dominant point
0: of energy, vibration, whatever you want to call it. So 100% I'm with you. One of my danisms, one of my danisms is the mind doesn't lose and the environment doesn't lie. The -hmm. mind does not lose and the environment doesn't lie. Beautiful. So your environment is, like you said, perfectly. It's an exact reflection of what's going on. So if you want to know what your beliefs are, look at your results. If you want to know what your limiting beliefs are with money, look at how much money you've got most of the time, where you're at most of the time. Mm. And that will tell you exactly what your beliefs are about how much money you can have. Mm. 90% of lottery winners go back to exactly where they were within five years. The rich stay rich. The poor yep. go back to poor. The middle go back to the middle yep. because we always return back to our dominant frequency, our dominant yep. vibration. And yep. so the game becomes shifting that vibration and those beliefs so that they meet a new identity Yes. and then acting from that place in order to create a new reality. Yes. Whether it's on our money, like we're talking about now, our relationships, yep. our health, our purpose or anything else.
1: Yeah, so true, so true. So let's go back to the flow funnel. So reality is yep. not one dimensional, right? We're no. looking at beliefs. Tell me more about
0: the flow funnel. So then the next thing we want to look at is what we're doing. All right. And this is, again, there are a couple of pieces to this that I see people get boggled up on all the time because working hard, isn't going to get your result. Neither is working smart necessarily. Mm. What's going to happen is working smart, according to your personal beliefs about what's going to work for you. And that sounds like I've just given a throwaway line, but that's literally the cheat code because here's the thing, bro. If I, believe that i have to work hard in order to create and i haven't yet changed that belief Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter i have to work hard or i'm not i'm not going to get the result that's right yeah now here's the thing it doesn't mean that i have to work hard forever it means that i am i'm challenged with honoring my current belief to work hard whilst i do the work of changing my existing beliefs, so i no longer have to work hard because what i see people do is they go to a retreat, they go to a course, they read a book or whatever, or they listen to a podcast. I am I now don't believe, I I no longer reject, I now reject the belief that I have to work hard and they stop yep. working hard and wonder yep. why nothing changes. Sure. You haven't changed your belief system yet. Yeah. The neural pathways that say I have to work hard to make money is still there. So I have to honor that in a reducing fashion, like scaling it back over time, whilst I increase the evidence to support the new belief right. that I don't have to work hard. Otherwise we have a crossover. I don't make anything. I say, see, look, I knew it. I didn't work hard and I didn't make anything. Oh my God, I need to work hard. And the unconscious gets locked tight, like "Ah, locked jaw on this belief that I need to work hard. Instead of, oh, I currently hold the belief that I need to work hard. I'm releasing this belief system and I'm honoring it as I release it. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful to that belief system. I'm grateful to the benefit that I get from it. I lovingly and compassionately work hard whilst I continue to gather the evidence and build that new belief I don't have to work hard and then it changes over and I don't have to work hard anymore.
1: Brother, that is so good. Everybody, you're going to, whatever that last 90 seconds was, two minutes, make sure you go rewind and listen to that again. (laughs) That is so freaking powerful. I don't think anyone talks about that in our industry, Dan, where. They don't because it doesn't
0: sell programs on Instagram.
1: But that, it's amazing what you just described. And I've been on both sides. My first part of my business career, hard work, that's what I was going to do. Then I started mm-hmm. getting into these ideas and I thought, okay, well, this sounds a lot better, right? <laughs> so then I'm trying to like, you know, sit at home and just uh <laughs> to me, but not realizing that I had really deep within me, these hardwired mm-hmm. programs mm-hmm. of the opposite of what I was consciously starting to believe. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Yeah, the way you just described it, exactly what it is. I've been thinking about this recently with a lot of people I coach, where it's, what I've noticed is for most people, and you described it more succinctly than I've ever heard it, but it's almost like a progression in a way of, I've noticed that most of the successful entrepreneurs I know went through a season of where their hard work was what actually got them the result. Not because it was the hard work, that's not what it is. But because the belief system was
0: there was that if I do this,
1: then this will
0: happen because <laughs> yes. action is the receiving principle. It's not the creative principle. Right. If we look, if we look at the, the, the scientifically demonstrated map of reality and how it works mm. with wavelengths slowing down, light waves slowing down and becoming dense enough for us to experience a physical reality Yes, and thought moving through that wave of light until it becomes a thing.
1: Yeah.
0: The physical thing is a, is the last point of it. Totally. So if physical reality is the slowest exp- expression of light, and a physical reality is what we get when everything else is done. Then how can what we do at this level of experience be the thing that creates? It's not. It's no how way. we receive it. Yeah. But my belief systems limit what I can see about what yeah. I can receive and also the manner in which I receive. So I have to receive in, on- in honoring and ownership of my existing beliefs whilst I do the work of changing what those mm. beliefs are so I can receive with more ease and flow.
1: It's beautiful. It's almost like in a way, if you think about your own belief system your own consciousness is that if if energy or light is the uh it's like the i don't even what i'm, what I'm trying to say i guess your consciousness is the mold and then mm-hmm. the energy or light is what fills it but the mm-hmm. mold must change in order mm-hmm. for the external reality to change right? 100%. from 100%. non-physical to physical from nothing to something 100%. 100%. 100%. without
0: that we're lost
1: yes yeah.
0: we're lost without that we're yeah. lost at sea with all these great ideas and all these philosophies. You've probably, we're in the same, you know, spiritual community. Mm-hmm. Listeners, we didn't even know that we're in the same spiritual community. Yeah. That we are. But yeah. you've seen up. you probably see people that go to every single one of their events. Yeah. Their life's not changing, not because there's something wrong with the work, but because they're not following through with the work.
1: Yeah, that's right. They're not
0: following through with the work to take care of the other pieces so they can get the results in a sustained way.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm going back. So reality is not one dimensional. We're going to look at your beliefs. We're going to look at what we're doing, changing mm-hmm. the paradigm of working smart to what you believe will mm-hmm. work and talk. And then what?
0: That's it. Okay. If you, if you, if you're clear, there's a pre-seeding thing that I need to know what I want. Yes. First and foremost, of course. Right. Yeah. And I need to understand my relationship to what I want vibrationally. And all that means in very simple terms is how, does the version of me that I see in my mind that has that experience, how do they feel? Yeah. Emotions is just the experience of vibration. Vibration and emotions are interesting. Yeah. So when I know what that is, then I can set my emotional field to match that. That means I can do the work of healing anything that stops me feeling those emotions. I can work on emotional resilience to be able to be in those emotions. I can curate, pardon me, I can create my environment to support those emotions. And then having done that work, I can address those beliefs that are stopping me witness the result of those emotions. And then I can receive it by taking the actions that I believe are possible for my to, for me to have it in Mm. my experience. Mm
2: -hmm. So it's choose, Mm -hmm. feel, Mm -hmm.
0: see in my mind's eye, clear Mm -hmm. of of any restrictions and then do according to what I see as my belief. Choose, feel, see, and do. And then you have the experience.
1: And then as you notice, I suppose, as you notice, things are starting to change. It's starting to then give evidence, like you mentioned that.
0: Which feeds back in. All right. a positive loop. Becomes a positive. Because, and here's the thing, you know this as well as I do. And some of the listeners might get this, but I really want to drive this home. At the end of the day, every single input that hits our senses, whether we're conscious of it or not, because everything, our eyes are taken up. If everyone softens their gaze, they'll notice that they can see more than they're looking at. For sure. If I soften my gaze, I can actually see all the way down here. And up here and down here, my eyes are taking in more. There are sounds outside that are being taken in. Mm-hmm. There are other sounds in this room that have been taken in. There are sensations happening in my body. And the brain is literally taking in all of this and processing it and creating mm-hmm. stories and narratives and, and beliefs and ideas. And every time a new piece of data comes in, the brain's asking, is this reinforcing or disrupting what I know? Right. When there's too much input that falls outside of the belief system, the reticular activating system clicks in and stops me being able to process it consciously. And my unconscious says, oh, that's junk. Don't worry about it. Right. That's why there's so many people that the love of their life is sitting in their life right now. But they're so committed to the story that they're not worthy of love, that they can't see it. Right. Because the idea of love being in their experience falls outside of the program. The activating system clicks up. They don't see it. Oh, she's just my friend. He's just my friend. Oh, it would never work For sure. out. Oh, they would never love me.
2: For sure. Right. Yeah.
0: That's why when you go and I witnessed this, I laughed so much the other day. So I said, I'm here in Dubai right now. I went to go and get some groceries because I'm in the Airbnb instead of a hotel on this trip because it's a longer trip. Went to go and get some groceries. And I just noticed myself at the ice cream freezer. Now there's something for you to know. I don't even freaking eat ice cream. Hmm. I don't eat ice cream. And yet for some reason I was in the ice cream. I literally just caught myself at the ice cream fridge trying to pick a tub of ice cream. But what I am doing right now is I'm working really hard on my fitness goals, getting back in shape.
2: Mm.
0: I had a bit of a dad bod, you know, neglected the body a little bit. I'm getting back in shape. And I've been really, really, really good with my eating. And I'm not talking about denying myself. I'm just honoring what my body loves and it keeps me healthy and in good shape. Mm. And I've had some really, I had like, you know, as well as I do, sometimes you have like a spurt that Mm -hmm. goes on with your health. And I've, with my mates here and I'm, a lot less tubby than I was here when I was here a few months ago. Like, mm-hmm. Dan, you've been working out. We can see you're doing really well. All of those inputs set off the alarm bells in my mind. The brain starts going, whoa, 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 Right. We're a fat dad. That's the identity. Yeah. Eat ice cream, eat ice cream, eat ice cream. And I caught myself because of the work that, you know, that I do, yeah. I, I caught myself and I just looked. I said, thank you for this opportunity to catch myself. I'm not going, I'm not denying myself ice cream, I'm honoring my desire to have a body that's full of health and vitality, Mm. I don't really desire this ice cream. If I desired the ice cream, if my heart wanted the ice cream, I'd get the ice cream, Mm. but I didn't. It was an unconscious program pulling me to the ice cream. So many of us are going through life, chasing after stuff that we don't even want. It's just a program. So we need to know what it is we want and honor that and really have a deep heart-centered connection to it.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. And I think it shows up in so many ways. It's the ice cream, stuff like that, and then we're not aware of it, we go and eat it. But it's the same thing when mm-hmm. we go back to money for a minute. The same thing, opportunity is everywhere. Oh my God. Opportunities everywhere. But if the lens <laughs> is, you know, as Dan said, if the lens is money's hard to come by or, you know, whatever yep. business is tough or the economy, we're going into a recession. The economy, it's going to be- in
0: recession. We're in we're recession, in- guys. But guess what? More fortunes are made in recessions than any other time because of opportunity. I meant,
1: and you, you create your own economy. I saw a guy exactly. the other day, I was at a uh, a birthday party a month or two ago, and he owns a couple dental practices, and I met him a few years back. How are things going? it's like, man, it's tough. It's tough. Competitive marketplace, everything. And mm-hmm. and I thought afterwards that I thought that, unfortunately, that's what he's experiencing because you know, he turns it into then, this is what I believe. I keep repeating the story, and I promise, mm-hmm. I could guarantee that there's dentists in the same area. <laughs> With thriving Limited. practices, <laughs> with thriving practices. So everybody yeah. don't, don't listen to the BS, the media is feeding about a recession and all that stuff. I mean, the, the rest I of see. the world may be, but we create our own economy and yeah, we exactly. create our own economy. So, exactly. um, So good. So good. <clears throat> let's, let's talk about this. I remember we chatted before about if you can explore, uh, explain it a little bit more, but the idea of unmanifesting. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, let, let's talk a bit about that.
0: So, again, the flow funnel is, um, you know, it's my thoughts and ideas and, you know, am I saying it's the only way to look at reality? No, but it's a way that's served me over the last few years and continues to serve the people that we serve. And you guys have heard it, it makes sense as a model for looking at reality. But one of the things that it kind of gives you is almost like fire has three things that need to be there in order for it to operate. You need heat, you need fuel, you need oxygen. Mm -hmm. If any of those things are missing, the fire dies out. That's what the whole firefighting process is. It's, Depending on the cause of the fire, there's a different thing you're going to do. You're either going to remove the oxygen, Mm
2: -hmm. you're
0: going to move the heat, Mm -hmm. or you're going to remove the, remove the fuel. Mm -hmm. With any manifested outcome, much like fire, all of those things need to be in place. There needs to be a belief system to support it. There needs to be a position in time and space that honors your current beliefs about it. And there needs to be a vibrational frequency that matches it. If any of those things are not in place, the thing can't happen. So just as we put those things in place when we want to consciously create, or we have those things in place when we unconsciously create what we want, we do the same with what we don't want. The things that we don't want in our life right now that we desire to shift out from or transform through or to grow through, they're there because there was an alignment in a vibrational field, a supporting belief system, and a position in time and space that matched your current beliefs about the thing. So if we want to disrupt us creating any outcome, all that we need to do is unplug one of those things the vibration the belief or the position in time and space and it must unmanifest mm.
1: what what do you mean for everyone just to expand position in time and space give us greater color, mm-hmm. clarification on that
0: so position in time and space is you need to be in the environment for it you need to be taking the action for it or you need to have the things around you that support it okay. for example okay i can talk about manifesting dunking on michael jordan all i want mm-hmm if my position in time and space is not that i'm tall enough quick enough skilled enough or developed enough to dunk on michael jordan it doesn't matter how much i meditate about it or how much i believe in it my position in time and space is not going to facilitate me dunking on michael jordan mm. with
2: me mm-hmm.
0: it doesn't matter how much i believe i'm going to be a millionaire mm. it doesn't matter how how many abraham hicks morning rampages i've done saying i'm a millionaire i'm a millionaire i'm happy i'm joyful mm. if i'm sitting on my sofa, eating potato chips, watching Netflix and ignoring all the opportunities that have come into place Mm. for me to make that million, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have it. Mm. So I need to be in time and space positionally myself Mm -hmm. in terms of the environment to support what I want. Mm -hmm. And in terms of that physical and personage environment, and I need to have the skills and have the actions that are going to get me to what I want, according to my beliefs across the board. Got it. If any of that's not in place, not going to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think what you're saying, maybe I'm wrong in this, but the idea of uh, belief systems got to be in place. There's got to be a vibrational frequency match, got to be alignment that way, and then environmentally to be around it, and then you to then be that person, right? So yes. you want to you be the top in your company, you're in sales, mm. pretty unlikely if your sales skills aren't very strong, right? So you're, I guess- if you it,
0: believe If you believe that sales skills are the thing that's going to get you to success. Sure, I, I suppose that's true, right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: true. Yeah. But for the most part, but, but there's, the, I don't want to go off on this rabbit hole too much, but there's a the thing I teach about in my Alchemy of Abundance um, program that I do live in person a couple of yeah. times a year. Yeah. It's the idea of collective agreements. Mm. So Lynn McTaggart, whose work I'm sure you're yeah. familiar with, I'm actually recording a podcast with her on in November, No so it's Way. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, She did all the scientific research in her book, The Power of Eight, where she actually scientifically demonstrated that if eight people hold an idea, reality responds to it, Mm. okay? Mm. And so there are a lot of people that believe that you have to be a good salesperson in order to succeed at sales, which means that there is available in reality a collective agreement that we're probably unconsciously subscribed to that says, I need to be a great salesperson. So if I don't want to believe that, I need to break the belief. But here's the crazy thing. And this is what I want to just leave all the audience with on this point before I, I go back yeah. and give you back the mic. It's what's the point in spending 10 years perfecting the belief system that I don't have to be a good salesperson to make great sales versus me spending a couple months totally getting to it and learning to be a good salesperson.
1: For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some things aren't worth the fight, man.
0: <laughs> but listen, listen, there are so, there's so many things in reality that we're trying to fight. Yeah. Instead of just like, just, there's a playbook. There's like, there's a whole party that everybody's at. Right. Where they just went and did a couple of courses. Yeah. Went and honed their craft. Yeah. And within weeks or with months, maybe even a year, they're yeah. now killing it. Versus the person that's like doing RTT and hypnosis uh-huh. and, and rapid transformational therapy and timeline therapy. I must break the belief system with mm-hmm. my ancestors that yeah. I must be a good salesperson. Just go for a how to do some sales, man. It's, it's like an easier way to do it. For sure. For
1: sure. It's like, you know, <laughs> if consciousness truly is the creative force, then maybe there's a place that you could eat entirely all junk food and be ripped, you know? Of course. Maybe. Like, I'm sure it is. But to Dan's point, yeah, we got a lot of years of evidence collectively <laughs> of everything that that's not the way just, it is.
0: So. Just tap into that. Just tap into the existing <laughs> belief system. For and sure. You know, when people, it's so funny, especially in this world of consciousness, and think, "Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for the new economy mm-hmm. and the new paradigms of money." Until mm. then. I'm going to exchange fairy dust and mushrooms for my mm. needs, mm-hmm. or just go and get paid, bro. Like, totally, go and get paid. Bring <laughs> some money in. Use money. Yeah. <laughs> just, just use money. <laughs> just use money, man. Oh gosh, it's hilarious. But there. We
1: That's go. awesome, man.
2: That's yeah. really
1: good. Um, okay, so last thing I want to talk to you about is, uh, and then I'm going to get people where they connect connect with you is mm-hmm. we've, ta- we've talked a bit about emotions and, mm-hmm. and I know, and you know that to me in terms of, so if unmanifesting is, I'm going to replace one of those things to stop that, mm-hmm. to manifest, to be able to take an idea, turn it into reality. I want a better mm-hmm. body. I want more financial abundance. I want better relationships, mm-hmm. better business, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Talk to us in depth about the impact of emotions, the power mm-hmm. of feeling it. We've talked that, I mean, the simple answer is you got to feel your future before you're going to experience your future.
0: Of course, because the the future that you're going to feel matches your, whatever you're feeling. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Vibration, frequency, energy, like whatever you want to call it, it's the landscape against which our belief systems happen and our actions happen. It's the landscape, right? you got to remember that We can only experience life to the level of our beliefs, our thoughts, because we can only see something in our world that we can see in our mind. Mm. But we can only see in our mind according to our current beliefs. And our beliefs are limited by the chemicals and hormones running through our body, which are impacted by our emotional state. Mm. And our emotional state is an expression of the vibration we're holding at the time. And so vibration literally is the foundation of everything. Mm-hmm. So when I can use intentionality to choose what my vibration is, which we are speaking about forward, what before, what are the emotions that match what I desire to experience? Then I can consciously direct my vibration experience by simply setting up my environment to give me the emotional inputs that I want. It's not complicated. If you understand that for me to be financially abundant, it's joy, happiness, and lightness then get rid of the people, places, and things in your life that are robbing you of joy, happiness, and lightness, Mm. And start populating your experience with things that give you joy, happiness, and lightness. I am ruthless, bro, with curating my environment. You come into my world and you're impacting my feelings, which right now, and I update this all the time, relaxed, fun, held, generous, and special. Mm. If you take away from those, you don't get to be in my world. Mm. No matter what you are. A place in the world, a person, doesn't matter. Not rejectingly, but I love myself too much to allow something into my experience that takes away from this. Every day I ask myself in the morning, as part of the things I do before I even get out of my bed to take a pee is how can I today reinforce even the smallest bit, my experience of relaxness, of fun, of being held, of feeling special, of being generous. What can I do? And I do that consistently. That sets the landscape for where my mind's at. So my mind is playing off that landscape of those feelings. And I already know that these feelings match my outcome. So I know that my 10,000 to 10 million speed of mind is operating to bring me more of those things because I've set the landscape, I've boxed it in, hmm. I've boxed it in. And then I simply shop every day, stepping every day a little bit more into that experience, looking for anything in my belief system that shows up in my results, my environment, that's denying me the outcome and ask myself, how can I course correct and adjust to step more into what I want? and love myself enough to move through what I don't want in my life. Simple.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. You're moving towards it, and in turn, it's moving towards you. It's moving towards you, because what you want wants you to. Yeah. Guys, hey, listen, you're gonna need to listen to this episode many, many times. This is one that you have (laughs) on repeat for probably the next 60 days. Every time you hear it, you're gonna hear something different because your awareness is growing. You can Mm -hmm. tell this is not uh, a subject that Dan has taken lightly. And uh, abundance mastery, is what he's all about. And you certainly get an idea that that's 100% what this is. <laughs> learning to do that. So Dan, in terms of people connecting with you, you got your website. I believe it's
0: dreamwithdan.com. Dreamwithdan.com. Yep. Yeah. And okay. there's there's free resources. Okay. Um, depending on when this comes out, we're literally in the last days of releasing uh, a quiz that will help you identify your abundance block. Okay, cool. Um, Like it, it, it should be out. I think we're looking at September 12th to get that out. Yeah. yeah, um, This will
1: be after that. So yeah. yeah.
0: So that'll be, that'll be on the website anyway. So they, just check out the free resources. I've got loads of stuff on there to check out how to be a harmonious money magnet. It's a cool little video I've got on there, but oh. head to dreamwithdan.com and let your heart show you where you need to be to get more abundance in your life.
1: Okay. That's perfect. And then where else can people find you? What uh,
0: social media platforms do you use? Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. just on my website, literally head to the website, All of the links are on there. My blog's there. I write for Entrepreneur Magazine. My articles are available. I've got two podcasts. Those are available. We've got a film coming out. Keep up with that and get on the email list so we can let you know when my documentary comes out. Beautiful. Seriously, dreamwithdan.com. That's where it's all at.
1: I love it. I love it. One last question because I know a lot of our listeners are on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? I know they can look it up, but let's just put it in here.
0: DanielMangela.official. All right. Perfect.
1: Amazing. Dan, this is so good. Closing remarks. We've covered a lot of stuff today. What do you want to leave people with? If there's only one thought that they're going to remember from this episode, what do you want it to be?
0: Don't take this stuff too seriously, man. None of us are getting out of alive. life. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Everybody, listen,
1: I know you love this episode. Again, I know you're going to want to listen to it many, many times. Make sure to share this information. One of the reasons why Dan's doing what he's doing is he wants to make an impact in the world. One of the reasons I do what I do is we want to make a greater impact. We want to reach more people. Amen to that, bro. The more people that start to understand these ideas specifically that we're talking about today, the more they can create their world and their life by design. And that is a beautiful place that we're striving to get to. So share the episode, share it on social media. Make sure to tag Dan, tag myself. If you're new to the show, Click subscribe. Appreciate you being here. Dan, thanks for your time, brother. Love it. Big Bye, everyone.